know, some people think we actually script this stuff. <laughs> no, I got a lot oh, of paper. Like, you script me, but I don't read any of it. Um, <laughs> I can't read. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, ladies and gentlemen, Maestro, intro, please. Gentlemen, welcome to MWMB. That's middle-aged white men complaining, complaining about everything. I am Alex Jeffries, uh, newly reinvigorated liberal, just because. Well, why not? And across the aisle from me, actually across the continent from me, is uh, my good friend. Here I am. James Martell, as he is known to us, the most conservative man since Barry Goldwater. Oh, Barry Goldwater. That liberal nutcase? That liberal nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> Fondly known to us here at MWMB as Jim. Clark, Alex, it has been a great week. Just a fantastic week in the news. But first, yes. now I put... Now, ladies and gentlemen, I put this on our Facebook page. MWMB has been the first groundbreaking news outlet for everything you need to know much before the mainstream media. And now we have pictures to prove it. (laughs) Yes. We reported first. We were the first ones to report groping Joe Biden. (laughs) <laughs> as, as, as he's massaging and whispering the ear of the wife of the new, I don't know, whoever the hell that guy was. Yeah. Anyway. The defense was, secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, Ashton Kutcher. Um, no, yeah, no. If you're, if the latest, the latest if you keep track of those things. Yeah. But, but three or four days later, John Stewart stealing our thunder, showing Joe Biden massaging the shoulders. And there today on the Weekly Globe, Joe Biden is a serial massager. Oh, groper. He's a groper. Serial groper. Don't you get your hands wet? Well, in the know. milk, you know, if you're massaging this cereal. <laughs> okay. That was a dad joke, and I don't even have kids, but. That was, that was a dad snap so I just I wanted to point out to all those people who uh, have no idea we are the groundbreaking news people. That's right for the for the twenty uh, no, who am I kidding for the five people that tune into us regularly every week and listen to the show. You heard it here second, folks. Actually, you probably read it in the post first. That's where we get it. <laughs> You heard it here a second. Thank God for long super lines. <laughs> All right, well, we we got a lot of new ground to cover this week. We do, and we have to recap a couple of things, though. We have to recap a couple of stuff. Um, this will be quick. But in Business Insider the other day, this popped up on my Facebook feed. The author is Hunter Walker, Business Insider. The story date was February 27th. And last week, we talked about how impressed we were with Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, who said that after standing up to the Wisconsin State Filing Clerks Union... Uh, You you can get a paper cut doing that stuff. Oh, I know. You've cut your finger off. He said that after dealing with the file clerks, he was ready to take on ISIS. Um, (laughs) This week, Mark Salter was one of John McCain's top advisors in the 2008 presidential race. Yeah, it worked out well for John McCain, though, didn't it? Well, he was probably the one saying, don't take Sarah, don't take Sarah. <laughs> oh, damn it, he took Sarah. Yeah, exactly. So he has a special place in his heart. Um, I'm ready for ISIS, and I can see Russia from my house is probably right up there with him. Anyway, he tweeted, I want to like Scott Walker, but 
he's kind of a dumbass. <laughs> okay, we can throw that story out. Um, There's nothing else you can say. Nope, that's the end of the story, and this man is the front runner. Uh, unless Jeb Bush gets it back, and we didn't—I didn't cover this, but did you see where Jeb Jeb Bush asked his donors, "Please limit it to only a million right now. Later, maybe you can give more." Anyway, uh, well, that uh, that brings us to—I uh, I guess you know—we'll start off with. We, I liked it so much last week. Let's let's continue the new format. We'll start off right away with Cabbage new Patch format. Jeff. Two 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 sessions old. That's right. <laughs> Here's our new format. We tried it out last week. Hey, we had, well, yeah, it's our it's our new format change. We'll see how it goes. But I think we're going to move Cabbage Patch Jeff's song right up. Since he almost always comments on what we did last week. Anyway, and this week is no exception. He has written a song called Snowball. If you you tuned in last week, you'll remember that Oklahoma Senator James Inhofe brought a snowball onto the uh, onto the Senate floor and into hell threw it at the, the president of the chamber and said, "See, ain't no such thing as global warming. We got snow." <laughs> and uh, I, that's such a good line. I got to do it again. And a friend of mine said, "Yeah, he should have thrown a roll of quarters on the floor and fixed the economy." <laughs> Anyway, down at the uh, Garfish Room at the Cabbage Patch Cafe, Cabbage Patch Jeff has uh, Cabbage Patch Jeff has supplied us with this week's song, a little ditty about Senator Inhofe and his snowball. crime we'd all be in jail well that's true <laughs> i don't know who's what's next here i know we've, we've got an action-packed uh, episodes here oh i we got some bad news this week oh. at least i think it's bad news um abc news nightline reported that our friends the uh meditevs uh from maryland are actually going oh go oh, yeah the free range kids the free yes, range kids these are the free range parents and they're actually going to get slapped by maryland's child protective services well yeah now that they didn't could not find a crime in this that's right there are no criminal charges so they're i, I they're saving face by saying yeah, you do it again. We'll take your kids away. If you let those kids walk to the park by yourself, you're gonna, you know. So anyway, apparently in that uh, suburb, uh, leaving anyone under the age of eighteen unsupervised is neglect. Our country is so screwed, Jim. I just so so screwed. Anything uh, else? You know? Yeah. How many times have you? Uh, you don't have any kids. How many times have I wished my kids would take a walk to the park by themselves? <laughs> Go take a walk to the park, you little punk. And by the way, go by the hobo camp there too. <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah, well, we'll see how this this sugars out. I, they're going to take them to court, and you know, I, if you if you if you look foolish, give it up. Take your losses and move on. Don't go, okay, well, we're not going to rest here, but, you know, if you do it again. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the people, here's the interesting thing, and, and nobody's mentioned this yet, but I will. Here's one where you maybe you heard it first. You'd think their governor, who's been making noises, I can't remember his name, but he's been making noises about being the Democratic nominee just in case Hillary falls through. And uh, we're not doing the email story this week only because it's too damn complicated and we're going to wait until it gets more simple. <laughs> I think I got an email from Hillary. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she's the Nigerian princess, right? I got to send her some cash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My husband, Bill, <laughs> is in prison. Again. Again. No. <laughs> anyway, um, but any, the, the, the governor is, you know, he's he's got this sort of semi-shadow campaign for, for president going. You'd think he would be smart enough to go, Ixney on the child neglect. Gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Cut it out, you morons. Oh, so- I, it was funny. The ABC article, you got to read it because it's not even close to impartial. I mean, it's just like the whole tone of the article is like these poor people are being persecuted. And, and you know, <laughs> there's no journalistic objectiveness in this. It's just, you know, but I think most people feel that way. This is insane. Except for one caseworker. You know, it's probably related to that guy that sat around the conference table years and years ago and said, hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's break up Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we're going to have to disagree on that one. I think breaking up that monopoly was probably a good idea, uh, only in as much as, you know, I just keep thinking of Lily Thompson every, every time somebody misses Bell Telecom. I keep thinking of Lily Thompson. One ringy dingy. <laughs> Two ringy dingies. Oh, gosh. You know, well, I'll tell you a story about that later. It's anyway. like privileged information. That's so cute. We're the phone company. <laughs> you remember, oh, my God, there was an old uh, old uh, James Coburn movie called The President's Analyst. Yes. And the, and the bad guys were the phone company. <laughs> You got to look that one up. Hey, speaking of Kim Jong Un, <laughs> were we speaking of Kim Jong Un? <laughs> well, Scott Walker, the Minnesota governor, yeah, Kim Jong Un. It, it just rolls right in. Oh yeah, full moon, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Howl at the moon, Sun Young Moon. Now, the, the the context of this story is very tragic. It's horrible. Well, it is. Ambassador Mark Lippert of uh, uh, the our, the U.S. ambassador to South Korea was attacked by a guy at a uh, at an event to basically cut him with a knife. He needed 80 stitches, some surgery. He's going to be okay. The pictures but, are horrible, though. Well, yeah. You know, pictures of body cell. It's, it's the media. If it bleeds, it leads. You betcha. Kim, our buddy, our buddy, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> the dear Look at leader. me. I'm important. Look at me. I'm important. Um, <laughs> I have an airplane. Couldn't keep his mouth shut. No. And called the attack... The Knife Shower of Justice. I'm all I can think of this the tune, It's Raining Men is coming into mind. I'm thinking of <laughs> the, the Knife Shower of Justice. Some superhero that goes. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he didn't have an airplane to fly last week, but he couldn't keep his mouth shut. Oh, my God. And he takes a, tra- you know, a personal tragedy to somebody, and because. He was out of the news for at least a day. Right. <laughs> the knife shower of justice. So we'll see. Uh, 
deserve the punishment for warmonger United States. Hey, at least his copywriter has got to get some kudos. Knife Shower of Justice is a movie <laughs> I would pay to see. Gonna have those two guys, you know, that other movie I didn't even see. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel to the interview. Knife Shower of Justice. <laughs> Just a little bit off the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My gosh, so, you know, hey, considering the fact that his entire population is starving and he's fatter than I am, he could probably go in and get a knife shower of justice, don't you think? Well, you know, I I think that, uh, oh no, I'm going to bring that up later. Okay, <laughs> never mind, all right, we'll hold on there. So also in the news this week, Alex, yes? this, uh, this comes from Flemington, New Jersey. Always a popular place. Oh, yeah, everything good comes from New Jersey. Hey, they have a really nice shopping mall. Does that count? In New Jersey. Okay, everybody's got a shopping mall in New Jersey. Anyway, a deli owner, uh, uh, who, who his name is Jim Bogus. Jim. No. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, Jim Bogus. Let's put that. I didn't, I didn't make this one up. Yeah. Or maybe it's Bogus. Let's hope it's Bogus, because if the story is Bogus, it's... <laughs> <laughs> So he puts a sign up in his store saying that it's it's March is White History Month. Oh, for the love of Pete. Uh, he says everybody else has got one, so why can't he be proud of his heritage? <laughs> Did nobody not tell him that for the last 250 years, every month was, was White History, History Month? month. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Celebrate your her- celebrate your white heritage in March. It's White History Month. <laughs> I think we'll start off with the Conquistador. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll celebrate that, and we'll work our way up through the wow, well, the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> oh, that was a good. I I did actually see this story, and I saw that the guy Bahakti Curtis was the gentleman who actually called the police and said he thought the sign was inflammatory and racist. Uh, and he called him out not only for mocking Black History Month, but also for using a a letter on the sign, which was reminiscent of a font choice often used by the K, uh, KKK. Um, it was but, handwritten, uh, and was even and the guy has bad handwriting. That's what I was prepared to say. I'm like, do you ever consider the fact that this guy is, well, in the words of Salter, kind of a dumbass, and he just can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, be, it be high, high History Month, y'all. Yeah, but it's New Jersey, so it'd be like, it's White History Month. I'm very proud of my heritage. <laughs> Give me, let me slick my hair back some more. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. But apparently it's not racist, you know. Oh, no. It's apparently, it's it's not racist. It's just, as I said last week, fucking stupid. <laughs> yep. Just. Yeah. Uh... Hey, I hear it's the 50th anniversary of Selma. <laughs> you know, it is the 50th anniversary of Selma, and I you know, here's one that might surprise you, Jim. I was quite bitter about this because of a couple of stories that had come out this week. But just today, because this story actually broke and changed late last night, uh, just today, this story actually has a slightly... Happier ending. Uh, as everybody who listens to the news uh, probably knows, or if you were required to pass, I don't know, a high school history test, um, 
This weekend marks the 50th anniversary of the famous Civil Rights March in Selma. Middle-class America got to watch a bunch of Alabama cops beat the ever-loving snot out of a bunch of civil rights leaders and ministers and priests and nuns just because they had this crazy little idea that black people should, oh, I don't know, vote without having the snot beat out of them. Um, so... It just and it's kind of a sign of the times of how much things have changed because as you will be probably the first to point out back then the Democratic Party uh, a lot of them were from the South and they opposed any civil rights action but a lot of Republicans were from the North and they wanted civil rights and today that's sort of flip flopped a lot of Republicans are being from the South and none of the leadership had planned on going to the Selma event this weekend I mean this is like skipping. A commemoration of Gettysburg or or Yorktown. I mean, this is. I, I'm sorry, Selma is important for all of us, and it should have been more. So anyway, at the last minute, this is the part that I I liked because at the last minute, the House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that he was going to go to Selma uh, for the event. He, he was going to hold his nose and listen to Obama speak. Frankly, I think that's why nobody would go. Because uh, you know the president will have a moment, and they don't want that. But oh my God, you certainly can't uh, you can't allow that to happen. No, no, God forbid the president get to say something. You know he, you know anyway. But he said because John Lewis, who was a leader of the civil rights movement and is now a congressman from Georgia, McCarthy said he considers Lewis a friend, and he's going to go there to commemorate the historic anniversary. And uh, you know at least they'll be like the second or third ranking highest Republican in the House there. Um, and in all fairness, McCarthy has gone there in the past, and uh, he and John Lewis worked together, according to CIN, uh, CNN, to make sure that everybody in Congress had to watch the movie Selma. So, but for crying out loud, I, where the heck is the Speaker of the House? Where I mean, he took it. Well, he went home. I know he went home. Why the hell isn't he at Selma? Jeez, I'm crow. Uh, you know, because ah, who knows? Anyway, there's no answer. There's no answer. It's either racism or it's just complete childishness because they know that Obama's going to have a speech and they're not going to even appear on a platform with him. Holy crap. Let's go back to Scott Walker. He's a dumbass. You think Sheriff Jim Clark will be there? No. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I'm sure Bill Connor would be there if he was still alive. Jim, have you got anything more lighthearted? Because yet again, um, <laughs> I look at this great country and I see why it's flat on its back. Well, yes, I do. Let's let's get uh, that's serious and that's you're all enough. sad now. Yeah, I feel me- bad. So you know what? I got to bring something out of your great state, the great state of Florida. Oh crap! That scares me already. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey with palm trees. Here we come. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I, I really wanted wanted this to be our salute until we got something better at the last minute. And and honest to goodness, you know, we were talking about uh, our good old buddy Vladimir last week, <laughs> heading up the investigation of the uh, murder of his opponent. And and personally, I think why 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 didn't Putin think of this? <laughs> okay, <laughs> according to the Associated Press. A respected news source, a man in, oh my God, Bocalia, Bolia, Florida. Bocalia. Is that near Cabbage Patch? Bocalia. It's it's probably about three or four hours away from Cabbage Uh, Patch. uh, It's from down there in in Banjo Town, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) 
He killed his neighbor in an argument and then put the body in the back of his pickup truck and drove to his lawyer. <laughs> he said he didn't know who else to trust. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. To be fair, the article said the two had been in, you know, a little having arguments, and the lawyer told Mr. Marshall to get a restraining order, and obviously the guy's restrained now. <laughs> and and uh, lawyers, you know, they always charge you an arm and a leg or your firstborn. I never knew they charged you a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna, t- I was just gonna say his lawyer was the only one he knew to trust. You know, you've hit rock bottom when your lawyer is the only person. You <laughs> well, the lead county sheriff, you know. Said the agency investigating, but the poor guy has not been arrested. Well, you know, it looked like from the article he was pretty beat up. So, you know, it's uh, they they'd been having a fight, and you know, in all fairness, and and this guy did have there was a was a, there was something in the Associated Press article about Mr. Marshall's mugshot from a 2014 arrest. So, you know, he's he's probably a little, if you'll pardon the expression, gun shy, um, <laughs> and. Uh, <coughs> Although nowhere does it say the man was shot, does it? I, I assume no, he was shot, I'm, but now that I look at it, he might have just beat the tar out of him. Gator got him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, seriously. He threw his neighbor in the back of the truck and, so, uh, Billy Bob, how much how much time can you get for, like, killing your neighbor? Why do you ask? Look in the back of the truck. <laughs> By the way, do you take pocket contents as a fee? <laughs> If you defend me, you can have everything you find in his pants. Um. <laughs> and you know what the sad, the sad part is? This guy has lost the salute. <laughs> that is. That's the worst part. This would have been salute worthy. You put the body in the pickup truck. You bring it on in. You put the body in the pickup truck. Bring it on in. You put the body in the pickup truck. Bring it on in. You put the body in the pickup truck. Bring it on in. I say lawyer. I can do. I say lawyer. Nothing I can do. You put the body I'll in the, the shovel. Oh, anyway. <laughs> doctor! Ain't there nothing I can do? Say, doctor! Ain't there nothing I can do? He said, put the body in the pickup truck and bring it on in. <laughs> yes. Crazy Moe's used car lot. <laughs> That's right. Whatever you got in the back of the truck, we'll give you a hundred bucks off of it. That's what. right. We'll give you the full trade in value on your truck plus whatever you've got in the back. <laughs> oh my goodness. And yes, you're right. This could have been our salute, but we found one better. You know, the 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 the, the great thing about doing this show with an ex policeman or a former policeman or a retired policeman or whatever we want to call you, Mr. Martell, is that it's a never ending source of stupidity. You just find the best goddamn you find the best stuff. This is from a website, the same one that other story came from. It was an Associated Press story, but it was aggregated by a police site called policeone.com. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, you know, actually, I've written articles for them, so you, you slow down on that. That's pretty cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying it's kind of cool because I would never have found this on my own. And so, 
Dun, 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 dun. This week's salute is actually going to go to Robert D. Collins of Alliance, Ohio. Go <laughs> ahead, Jim. Ask me why we're saluting Robert. What? Alex, why are we saluting Robert? Well, Jim, I'll be delighted to tell you. 911, can I help you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yes, I would like to report a crime. Uh, what is the crime, sir? Something from my house has been stolen by my wife, that dirty <laughs> bitch. What did she steal, sir? <laughs> well, she stole my whole stash of cocaine. <laughs> Hold on, we'll send an officer right over to you. <laughs> So apparently the Alliance Ohio Police paid him a little visit in response to his call. Yes, they did. They they paid him a little visit, um, and and he will be going away for a little visit of his own. She stole my cocaine. You know, this is the problem. We teach children, if you're in trouble, Junior, go find a policeman and tell him what's wrong. (laughs) Well... We don't have the caveat that if somebody stole your cocaine, keep it to your freaking self. So, yeah, so they arrest him for having marijuana paraphernalia and, oh, an outstanding warrant. Oh, my goodness. Okay, the other one I saw this week that could easily also have been salute worthy, but we just don't have time. Was it an AP story? I didn't even read it. I just have the headline. The headline was... Nebraska police find pot inside a container labeled, quote, not weed. (laughs) (laughs) Officer found a plastic sour cream container during a search of the car. Driver acknowledged that the pot did belong to him. Now, fool, I'm just like, not weed on it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll post a link to that for your further edification. But right now, my friends, we have a salute to do. And so, Robert D. Collins of Alliance, Ohio, for believing what your teacher told you and going to the police to sort out your problems, even when they involved your stolen cocaine, we here at MWMB salute Salute you. you. (laughs) And you can hear this from from your cell, I'm sure. That's right. I'm sure they'll let you go to the prison library and listen to this on your computer. All right, maestro. Do some music and let's shuffle off the buffalo. We've got another one in the can. Ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to this on your iPhone, download us, and take us on a commute to work or something like that. Join us on Facebook or visit our website at www.mwmbpodcast.podbean.com. And thanks for all the millions of people who responded to our paid advertisement on Facebook last weekend. Liked us. We paid for that? Well, we didn't. Um, oh, you paid for I that? I did. I did. I put up like 25 bucks for that. I was excited. We're up like 3,000%. Yeah, none of those people know who the hell we are, which makes me wonder, why the hell would you like something? Here's the thing, Jim. No one is actually... There's no big, huge spike in people that are listening to the show. We just got a lot of page likes. So I think it's those attractive, two attractive guys on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> the bald guy in the walrus? <laughs> Wow, cuckoo kachoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to admit, Jim, doing this show with you every week, it's it's the highlight of my entire and that week. that says so much about us. And that really makes me sad. <laughs> it just breaks my heart. That's right. When we're old and lonely, we'll I'll look back and say, those were the days. When we're old and lonely... <laughs> Next week. All right, so tomorrow we'll go back and just play it back to us. 
You put the body in the pickup truck, you bring it on in, you put the body in the pickup truck, bring it on in, you put the body in the pickup truck, bring it on in, you put the body in the pickup truck, bring it on in, I say hello, ain't nothing I can do, I say hello. You put the body in the pickup, throw the shovel in You put the body in the pickup, throw the shovel in too. You put the body in the pickup, throw the shovel in too. You put the body in the pickup, throw the shovel in too. You put the body in the pickup, throw the shovel in too. You put the body in the pickup, throw the shovel in too. You put the body in the pickup.